Welcome to Happy Today podcast. This is a podcast for those who want to improve service experience of internal services. If you use ServiceNow or other enterprise service management system, then this is for you. In this episode, if I'm a happy user, I can add more value to my work. All right, welcome to this episode of Happy Today podcast. Today's topic is, is happiness overrated? And joined with us uh, today is Marco Gianotten, the CEO and, and founder of Giarte. Welcome, Marco. Uh, maybe you could do a quick uh, introduction of yourself. Yes, hi, I'm Marco Gianotten. I'm based in Amsterdam. I have an Italian last name, but I'm Dutch. And most people know me in Germany and Belgium and the Netherlands as being an insultant. So I'm a very friendly insultant, try to uh, persuade people in the IT industry, IT service management industry to see the bigger picture, what they're doing and how they can add value. Excellent. And I think that's really why this podcast has kind of been uh, created as well. And uh, like we were discussing earlier, I think we are both part of this uh, movement of, of experience. Yes. Um, but yeah, how's your history kind of, how did you end up on this road on, on talking about experience and outcomes and... It's a very interesting question. Uh, I started uh, when I graduated, I wrote a paper, a thesis on IT decision making in the boardroom. And I had talked to a lot of executives, had no clue what IT was doing. And they had a very negative perception of IT. They were spending a lot of money. And even said, well, I give all this money on one reason. I don't want to talk to these guys. And uh, so there was a disconnection between uh, the boardroom and IT, but also between the end user and IT and the customer and IT. And this is a great industry, IT. But somehow, um, it's like the Big Bang Theory. People don't understand IT. And I think people within IT have the best intentions. They want to have great products, great releases. They want to have a super service on the services. But somehow, it doesn't work out that way. So I did that, I, I started working for IT companies and then I moved into the IT service management industry. And then I came up with a, a lot of uh, struggles from companies using tons of KPIs, uh, very thick SLAs. And then I came up with a nickname. Uh, it, I called it not service level agreements, but secret lies and assumptions to state that maybe we're doing something we try to do something good, but actually it, it, it works. It has the opposite effect. Yeah. And now uh, the topic for today was, was about happiness. And you kind of mentioned yes. that, that uh, many times happiness itself is seen like, like uh, me, myself and I. So Yes. There's a whole discussion about happiness and I love the happiness indicator. So I'm not against happiness. I love happiness. Also, if you look to the... Uh, to Americans, the pursuit of happiness is it, it's 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 a right like life and uh, and a political freedom, but happiness also in the agile industry it's about team happiness. It's about are am I happy? It's not just as I'm happy. Is my team happy? Are others happy? So instead of thinking about myself, more focused on meaning. So if I'm a happy user, I can add more uh, value to my work. 
So uh, meaning is more important than just happiness. And happiness is something that's very fluffy. It's, it's an important outcome. So if you put something in, like an IT service, that's called input, and I solve a ticket, or I release a new application, and then uh, the user is getting happy, or uh, he's frustrated, or um, he gets the hang of it, and he understands and could be productive. And if he's productive, he does a better job, people uh, make more money eventually for the company. So it's about input, uh, outcome, and impact. And happiness is really important, but well, what's the next step? Yeah, yeah. And there's also something about measuring happiness because if I experience something, I have a memory and I uh, start rethinking about the memories. So there are two things in an experience that are very important. The first one is in time. So if I have a ticket, the ticket is closed or I get a new workplace or, or um, I get a service request. That's something that happens in time. But there's something called Blur's Day. Have you ever heard of Blur's Day? No. No, Blur's Day is the day that you don't know what day it is. So you're yeah. on vacation. It's a beautiful, is it Thursday or Friday? I don't know. But Blur's Day is also something like, I don't know when it happened, but I f it feels good. So yeah. if I'm loyal to you, or if I recommend your company, it's not about something that happened in time. It's something that I experienced over time. So... Happiness is great to use as a metric for in-time measurement, but also look at the overtime impact of all the little IT experience I had. And that makes me um, happy over time. And it helps me to be uh, having an opinion about IT. I said, well, I think these guys are doing a great job. And it also opens me to new experience. So happiness is important. Happiness has to lead something like productivity or having a better work day. Mm. And happiness is important from an in-time perspective, but even more important uh, from an overtime perspective. Yeah, that's interesting. That I think it's for me what resonates in the in the workplace happiness is is really much about that meaningful work. Mm -hmm. And, and yes. that comes to whatever project work we are doing in IT or when it comes to service management. If, if everything we do is measured by how fast we are and, and are we in budget, and that is what you are thinking about. Like in IT project, you have a team of people doing something and deadline is 15th of September and the budget is 200. If that's the thing that you, when you go to work, is that is your, what is your aim? And that is the first thing about certain projects that you are on. That's not meaningful work. That is not motivating. Only some of us are so motivated by the company money that that is driving you, but not really. It is no. that what the process is there for, what we are changing that makes the meaningful. And, yes, and it can be a huge project or it can be just a ticket. But we are talking about it. If you are doing it for some purpose, that makes it more meaningful for you. And that's, I think, the core of IT has been doing quite badly. Mm -hmm. And that's the same what happened. It's amazing. You guys uh, do amazing stuff and you, you measure stuff. But also I, I remember that you uh, published a report that people are more happy with an internal service desk than an outsourced service desk. 
And the question is why? Well, suddenly we start using metrics as an, as an SLA, like we have to pick up the phone within 20 seconds, but well, and then we put people in, on hold because we have to meet the KPI. So yeah. think of KPIs not as key performance indicators, but as key proudness indicators. So does it make you proud to solve an incident within a couple of minutes, to pick up the phone in 20 seconds, to have a, a first time fix of a certain percentage? It actually, it doesn't make you proud and it doesn't yeah. make someone happy. So if it makes someone proud, am I, if I'm an IT guy and I deliver you a new application or new release, and within a couple of weeks, people say the new version is much better than the old version. And it took me a little time to learn. So I had a learning curve, but now I'm being more productive. And that's, that's the information you need to make sure you're doing a great job. Because if you do a job that's meaningless, it's, well, it's a kind of bullshit job. And people mm. get unhappy. So if I'm not able to make the end user or the customer happy, eventually I will be unhappy myself. So true. And, but is it also that, that, that because we kind of have the topic of like happiness, is it overrated? That's why we need to have like the secondary metric, something like productivity, because people don't know, kind of can't yet believe that just making mm -hmm. somebody happy is enough. They still then need to have these additional metrics. So how do you see that? Well, how, it's, it's how, with, with all, how do you all explain metrics. this to a CDO or CIO that, that mm -hmm. just making somebody happy actually creates all these other goals as well. Well, eventually that uh, you have three perspectives on value. The first one is like, uh, it's like output. I deliver a product and output is focused on the quality of a product. I deliver yeah. a product within a certain time frame or a release. So that's product based. It doesn't say anything about the value it has or the problems it solves for me. So if you close a ticket, it doesn't mean that my problem actually doesn't occur or I am able to work. Maybe I found a workaround. Maybe I'm totally stressed because you said you only can be able to solve it within four days because it's a, what they have a cryo for. I don't know what the hell this is. So would you guys focus on with happiness or even like a net promoter score or a customer effort score, whatever people measure or customer delight is about outcome. So now we're in the stage of outcome, but eventually outcome will lead to impact. And impact is, well, the monetized performance goal. It could yep. be a, a, a waste reduction or lean IT. It could be uh, moving the needle in productivity and make sure you have the best work uh, workforce in the world. And eventually it will help um, for the valuation, for profit, for renewals, for growth but it has to be, you put the number on it. So we focus on input in IT. What you guys are doing is more outcome-based, but eventually a CIO or a CDO or a CFO or a CO or a CMO pops the question, okay, where can I see it? Uh, yeah. How can I move the needle in my supply chain? I kind of, for example, at Heineken, what's a great example, they were focusing on, on helping the blue collar worker in the brewery to make sure to use all the data from IoT devices in the brewery. And what happened is the operators were more happy because they can have the insights and they could, they could solve their own bottlenecks. So, well, they have to make beer. So they were able to solve the bottlenecks 
and it, Im it impacted the operational performance indicator on the supply chain it, that moved up. And eventually that makes more money for Heineken. So it started with an initiative that made the operator happy. And because the operator was happy, he was brewing a better world, less energy, less water, more beer, uh, less hiccups. And at the end, it had a monetary impact. Yeah. And if you show the monetary impact, for example, if, I'm, have, if you have happy users, you have less incidents because there's less rework and it saves you money. Okay, that's something I understand. Yeah, um, that's really good you, because, yeah. You can yeah, only save money if you do the right things. If you don't provide the quality, if, for example, you, if you try to optimize a product or optimize a profit, so you make a product and you think it's better, but actually you never ask the customer and there's no outcome, then you go the wrong way. And if you want to optimize your TCO by just reducing costs and outsourcing the service desk to India and say, well, I saved a lot of money, but you never look at the outcome because the people are unhappy and not able to work, then you're on the wrong direction too. So if you just focus on, on, on the impact, financial impact, or you just focus on the product itself, you're missing the whole valuation or your value discussion. Yeah. And this is, happens in IT service management. It also happens in Agile. It happens in ITIL 4 because the word value is used. Like happiness, it's about valuable software. It's about seeing and acting based on the value. So the value is about the output because the product has to be right because if there's, if there's not an IT service why should you think about experience I still need a service desk otherwise I'm not able to create an experience but if the service desk creates a bad experience okay that's the wrong outcome and if a, a great service desk or a service desk creates bad outcome and bad financial results because you have a lot of rework well that's that's a double miss yeah I really like the, the idea because that's now the happiness kind of becomes that kind of the culture and the, the way of thinking that actually leads us then to those, those impacts that you were saying. Like, like yes, you said, an like impact if, is if, also... If, uh, yeah. if you try to go to the productivity savings directly, that's, that's all the bad thing that happens that you just mentioned. So you outsource something and you do that, then you kind of miss the kind of the, the point on, uh, on uh, how do you lead your, your IT department? How do you kind of give the common goal for the ID department, giving them goal of making people happy, happy and the experience, then that's easy for everybody to understand and get motivated to come to work like you were yes. saying earlier. So you happiness is important yeah. and it yeah. stays important, but you have to look at the value horizon. So the value horizon of anything we do in IT, whatever, it's about output. So output tells the story of what you make and deliver. So that's the quality of the product. So is it reliable? Is it available? Is it scalable? And even the skills you have on the survey desk are called output because you need people with skills. The second one is about outcome. An outcome tells the story of the customer's problems you solve or the user problems you solve, whatever. It's a vital sign of the performance improvement and all the new possibilities. So happiness or time to market is part of the outcome. And then the third uh, value horizon part is impact and that the, the business impact tells the story of monetized performance goals. And that's important for any business. So it's about output, outcome, business impact. That together is the value horizon. In the middle, outcome, happiness is really important. Like productivity, it's also outcome because it leads to someone else, to something else. 
Sammy, something you want to add on that? Yeah, I, I really agree. I, I think kind of the early on in the before working in this company, I was also working as a consultant, doing experience consulting, and we had one principle: it's not hard to do innovation in the way that you find new ideas. Thing is that whatever that company did, and also kind of I think we exactly think the same here. You always have to have both the kind of the happiness target, then you have to have the productivity target or, or money-wise target. Otherwise, if, if you're not able to define both of these, it will not be a good project to take on. Because if, if kind of you have to set them very, very easy targets, and I think I still believe that, you have to have kind of a, as a short list of targets as possible, but you have to have both the money target and the experience target for any action you do. Because if other one is missing, you are not delivering value for the business. And, and that's yeah. kind of the simple model, but, but one thing that I really support, because if any project is saying that they are only doing it for a money case, they are replacing software and they, there is no experience target, they shouldn't be doing that. From business perspective, it is feeling really bad. On the other hand, if you're only making better looking interfaces and there is no business way, business gain, this is business what you shouldn't be doing that. And that's kind Absolutely. of the, yeah, that's, that's kind of my thinking in here. But I, I really, Marco, love you what you said, because that's a really good model and kind of put it kind of mm. in a kind of way that is also maturity levels in, in a way. It's maturity levels also, if I'm a good engineer, I'm a great engineer. I love a product because some people love products. So you have some people are they're focused on things like time to market or or customer delight or user happiness. That's very important. And then you also have people say, well, at the end of the day, how much money does it bring in? Are we saving money during room the right thing? You know, how does it impact my bottom line or my top line? That's also important. And especially it starts with the employee, of course, but eventually if you have an IT department or a digital department that actually understands how happiness and customer delight works, it's easier. And um, there are the two parts of a medal. The first medal is that if I create uh, a good experience and someone else is happy, I'm happy too. Because it's, it's very frustrating that I deliver a service or a product that doesn't move the needle uh, in the mindset of people. And that's, that's why a lot of, uh, for example, on on-site support, that if you go to a service desk or go to an IT department, you ask, okay, uh, what other department hates IT the most? And then let's go out there to IT Safari. People refuse because they say, well, I think they don't like us. I think we try doing a great job. We are meeting all the SLAs and all the targets, but they feel themselves that they are not providing a good service based on the experience. So if you provide a good experience, it helps moving the needle in business impact, but also it helps uh, IT guys um, and the IT department and, and all the people working at IT do very valuable work to make sure they're rewarded, not in a financial way, but in an emotional way that I provide a service and people are happy with it. Yeah. Have happy with the service I provide. One of the good customer stories uh, in our case is, is uh, Ricky and Meet from, from Denmark. They mm -hmm. took our product in use and, and it start from the beginning, give that feedback directly to the agents. In about two months time, these guys called us and asked that, have you ever seen this before? Now our agents are much more happy in their work 
because they are seeing all the time how much they are helping people, how they make their life easier. That really kind of underlined that, yes, they are in correction, kind of a correlation, this internal IT happiness and the end user happiness. Mm. On the other hand, I have a couple of times seen a prospect that was too afraid of that feedback, as you said. They didn't want to take our product in use because they didn't want agents to get that feedback, which is scary. Mm -hmm. For me, that is really scary. But then they, they just said, our customers will be saying so bad things that we don't want to give it to the agents. And that was like... I think about the culture there. Yeah. And that but, might be one, one reason why, why you were talking about this internal and, and outsourced uh, services, the differences. It might be that with the internals, uh, it's actually uh, that you feel like you help your colleagues and there's this, mm -hmm. not this disconnect. And so there are not so many SLAs set between those. It's just that we are here to help our colleagues. We are all in the same company. And getting that spirit, I know that with certain uh, outsourced vendors, they, they do a lot of work and a lot of effort of trying to get that same spirit that we are part of you. Uh, we help your, your employees, which we feel are our colleagues. But if that is missing because of these, these uh, strange uh, you know, targets and KPIs, like you said, and SLAs, then uh, yeah, that's why I th we see the, the difference happening there. So, but even that people want to help, even you have an outsourced service desk or outsource your IT department for a large part, it could be a great decision, but we, we, we put a lot of red tape in. We bring yes. in, for example, like, like a, a company that just, well, they had over 853 KPIs just to control the vendor. Why should you control someone if you and I have the same vision on what what we want to do it's the same as people start raising a kid you don't have an sla on that <laughs> yeah. why should they you know yeah. a marriage doesn't work like that or a relationship doesn't work like that if we want to do the same good thing for our for the customer what's the outcome we desire so if i have to move the needle and make sure my users are productive and happy then, okay that's good that's the most important one and of course we have to look at the money we look at the other processes but they're just metrics they're not kpis yeah so this level of distrust is introduced in the contracting yeah because people says well i don't trust them okay why don't you trust them well maybe they have the wrong incentives and they start doing the wrong things why should they have the wrong incentives because they want to make as much money as possible well they can of course they need money to make money but actually, if you, if you try to go into the BAFO, the best and final offer, and you don't give them any money, well, eventually you're gonna pay for it yourself. Yeah. So the whole way of contract is not based on value, like happiness is also mm. value. Yeah. It's based on input, it's based on cost, it's based on anything but outcome. Yeah. I think that's like so a we, really, because now I think that we, Let's just looking at the time. I think that might be a re yep. actually a really good place to stop, um, mm -hmm. because I, I think we now we always come to the same same topic that, that yeah why happiness matters. Uh, if people want to learn a bit a bit more about the topic, uh, any good resources, Marco, uh, you can offer for them. Yes, well, uh, we started this uh, movement on uh, we call that digital empathy, and and that was like a first stepping stone on the experience level agreement. But actually, we, uh, it's a very nice uh, short read, a booklet. Uh, it's called Digital Empathy When Tech Meets Touch. 
So if people are subscribed to this podcast and that you guys know if they want to have it, we can provide the uh, the ebook version okay. for free. Okay, we'll we'll uh, figure that out in the show notes so people can find it find it there and uh, and get their hands on yes. that one. All right, and uh, what about if they want to learn more, learn more about about what what you do every day with customers? Uh, how to how to get in touch with you? Well, they work and they can try me out on LinkedIn, of course. And we work with uh, large uh, corporations or public organizations to make sure that IT not just end user services. IT is focused on on value creation, and not from a micro perspective like they already do in agile, like valuable software by the by the uh, that's decided by the product owner but focus on value so we simplify contracting and we help organizations to use for example a couple of kpis that really make people proud so perfect i'm happy to talk to anyone about what we are doing especially what their vision is and how they like to pursue a happiness or pursue a better IT experience, and that's not only related to the end user, but also to their customers or even their executives. So think about a CFO, the difference between an outage of a key business system and outrage is just one letter. <laughs> Anything else, Sami, you wanna? You wanna hey, just on? thanks, Marco, for this one. And that was a really, really good discussion. Uh, well, thanks for having me. Yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty sure we could have had this for, for an hour or two. So let's see in the future, maybe we'll have a, have a, another there are different topics. with a certain topic. Yeah. yeah. That's also important, for example, eventually. So uh, thank you very much. Good luck with it. And talk to you soon, guys. Thank yeah. you. Stay happy. Thank you. Bye. Yes. Bye. And safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>